Methodist Church on this rainy, rainy Sunday morning. We're glad you came out this morning. Uh, again, a special Sunday. We're going to be doing some, have some special music for you today, and it'll be a wonderful service. We're glad you're here. We send a special welcome out to those of you who have joined us online. We know we have a very strong online presence, and we invite you to stop by and congregate with us if you're in the neighborhood. We're at 410 Harbison Boulevard, and we welcome all who come to praise the risen Christ. Come and join us a Sunday morning. We are, we are continuing to send out our emails as we get in, into the middle of the Advent season. There are a lot of things going on at the church, and we'd love for you to know all those things and put them on your calendar. There is a calendar in your bulletin. If you would look at that and be governed accordingly, I take it home, put it on my refrigerator, and make sure that I'm not missing anything that's going to happen that week. If you're not receiving our emails and you'd like to, if you'll call the church office, we'll make sure that we get you on the email list. If you're not able to receive email, we'll make sure we get you that information another way so you can make sure you know what's going on here at Grace. We've had a lot of questions about next Sunday since it's Christmas Eve. We will have our regular 10 o'clock service at next Sunday morning, but it will be held with a special emphasis that the pastor is going to tell you about later on in the service. And then we will have our traditional 5 o'clock communion, candlelight, Christmas Eve service at 5 o'clock here at the, at the church. So next Sunday is Christmas Eve. We will have a couple, one, one new thing that's going on at, at the first service, and then we'll have our traditional candlelight and communion service at 5 o'clock. You'll see in the bulletin that the Secret Sisters revealed dinner is this week. This week. It is Wednesday at 6 o'clock. We're asking that you bring, all the women of the church are invited if, you, uh, if you're coming, bring a side dish to share. We'll have soup and salad for, for everyone. And if you're interested, if you have any questions, you can see Sandra or Cindy or any member of the United Women in Faith, and they'll tell you what's going on with that. Also, I've been asked to announce by Judy that there are four bags of what I would call pecans. I think people might hear call them pecans. Uh, we have three, four bags of pecans left. We have three of the, the praline pecans and one of the mixed uh, chopped pecans. You might, you, when United Women in Faith have been selling these as a fundraiser. If you're interested, see Sandra or Cindy or, or Judy after the service. We'll make sure we get you hooked up with that. They're, the pastor and his wife are sponsoring a uh, drop-in this afternoon from 3 to 5 at the Parsonage. You're invited to stop by for, the again, a little Christmas celebration at the pastor's house. Uh, the, the address is in the bulletin if you would like to go and just, again, wish the pastor and his family a, a happy Advent and Christmas season. You have an opportunity to do that today from 3 to 5 o'clock. Mark. Let me get you this microphone. Hang on. So you're not going to be hearing too much from me today, <laughs> but I did want to say that um, I'm very thankful to the choir. They've put a lot of work into this cantata, and I did want to recognize some special people, some of our uh, guest instrumentalists uh, who are here with us today. First of all, I want to recognize Giamo, who helped me put a lot of this orchestra together. So thank you to Giamo for doing that. And I also want to recognize another member of our orchestra today. She probably doesn't know that I was going to do this today, but Emma Brown has uh, been in every orchestra we've done at this church since I've been here for eight years. So 
Thank you to Emma for doing that. And uh, she's doing some fantastic work with uh, the youth orchestra downtown. And uh, she's a great asset to our, our community. I uh, want to thank uh, ZUA for coming in and, and learning all this music uh, kind of at the last minute. Uh, she's done a great job as well. Thanks to Ellen for writing the script and some of the lyrics to some of the pieces. Um, and as a composer and arranger, you know, it just is a wonderful thing to hear my music done uh, and done so beautifully as it will be done today by, by these wonderful people who have been working on this for so long. So uh, I'm thankful to everyone. Um, and good to have Eric back with us, too. So, all right. So uh, I'm going to ask Rhett if he'll announce the hymns today because I don't have an awful lot more voice and I will be conducting the orchestra on them. Thanks. Are there any other announcements that need to come before the church today? Well, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Let us prepare our hearts, our minds, and our spirits for worship.
third Sunday in Advent, I'll be reading from the book of Mark, chapter 1, verse 4. Christ came to bring us salvation and has promised to come again. Let us pray that we may always be ready to welcome him, that the keeping of Advent may open our hearts to God's love, that the light of Christ may penetrate the darkness of sin, that this wreath may constantly remind us to prepare for the coming of Christ, that the Christmas season may fill us with peace and joy as we strive to follow the example of Jesus. Loving God, your church joyfully awaits the coming of its Savior who enlightens our hearts and dispels the darkness of ignorance and sin. Put forth your blessing upon us as we light the candles of this wreath. May their light reflect the splendor of Christ, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. We light this candle as a symbol of Christ the way. May the word sent from God through the prophets lead us to the way of salvation. O come, O come, Emmanuel. Now let's stand and sing together our opening hymn, Lift Up Your Heads, Ye Mighty Gates, number 213 in the hymnal. Please be seated. 
This morning, uh, we say a special word of welcome to the children who are worshiping with us. We're glad to have you as a part of our worship this day uh, and as uh, a part of our uh, time with the cantata and celebrating the Christmas and Advent season through music and uh, celebration. Uh, This Sunday is typically... uh, Sunday that we celebrate joy in the Advent season. We concentrate on the joy of Mary often at being uh, a part of the story of Jesus. We light the pink candle on our Advent wreath. That's um, typically, it's always done on the third Sunday of Advent. And it represents that joy in the story of Christ coming into the world. And we've already got Mary on the altar as a part of our uh, nativity, but so today I've brought Joseph. And we don't normally connect Joseph with the joy of the Christmas story, just traditionally speaking, not because he wasn't joyful, but because it's just not how we normally have the story fall. But I think Joseph helps us to understand something about the joy of this season that can be really helpful to us. Uh, What Joseph helps us to understand is that we can have joy that isn't centered on us, Uh, uh, that's not about us. Part of the message that God brings to Joseph is, you get to be a part of my story, and you get to be a part of my story through Mary uh, and through Jesus. Joseph is like three steps removed from the story of God that God is telling through Mary and Jesus, and yet he shares in their joy. He changes all of the plans he had made, all of the things he had in mind about how to respond to the situation he was in, and instead embraces the joy of being a part of God's story Uh, even though it's not about him. And that is very hard for us to do as human beings, to rejoice in a story that doesn't place us at the center, that doesn't make us the main character. Uh, And yet Joseph teaches us how to do that, to be joyful about the good news of the gospel of Jesus that puts God at the very center of everything. So this day we add Joseph to our uh, growing nativity on the altar as we uh, continue in our Advent preparation and as we continue to get ready for the coming of Christ into the world. Let's go to God in prayer. Almighty God, we give thanks to you for your joy, for your joy that you share with us, that you give us to celebrate this Advent season, to celebrate the coming of Christ into the world, for the great story that you have shared with us about Christ's birth that we can hold on to as the center of the good news of the gospel. We ask that you would help us to be joyful in all that we do. Amen. This day, as we continue in worship, uh, if we come to the time where we share our prayer concerns and, and lift them together in our time, 
uh, in worship. And so uh, a reminder that if you have prayer concerns that you would like to share with the church or share with me or that you'd like for us to lift together, you can email those to me at pastor at gracecolumbia.org. You can also call or text me during the week uh, to have those added and to set up a time for a visit or for a conversation so that we can be in prayer together during the week if that's what you need. Um, we do send uh, our daily emails, and on Thursday that email is devoted to prayer. Uh, we recap the prayers that we share together on Sundays. We share the prayer lists and the prayer concerns that um, have been uh, lifted so that we can continue in prayer, not just on Sundays, but all throughout the week. And let's turn our hearts and minds to the Lord in prayer this morning. As we go to God in prayer, we pray especially this day for Angel and Ocean and Kalea on the birth of Kilani Maria Love Hannah uh, last week on December 12th, and also for the proud grandparents Richard and Sandra Love. We pray for Steve Webster and for Jody as Steve is recovering from surgery uh, this last week, for Chuck Sovic, for George and Helena Fox, for Janice O'Kane, for Darlene Simpson for Wade Thompson, for Jackie Daniel, for Judith Dolce, for Kathy Kane, for Philip and Carolyn Gwynn, for Joyce and Daryl Sweeney, for Robert Riger, for Teresa Hinkey following back surgery last week uh, and in the midst of some setbacks in her recovery, for Martin Hammond, for Joby Hammond, for Faye Hollingsworth, for Karen Furr, for Jones Smith, for Reverend John Shelton, for all the members of Grace and their families, for all those on our prayer concerns list, for a return to love, equality, acceptance, and social justice, for those prayer concerns that go unspoken on our hearts. Holy God of joy, we rejoice in the reality of who you are. We live within the joy of your love for us. Our contentment comes and goes. Our happiness ebbs and flows. Our feelings depend upon our circumstances, our physical health, our brain chemistry, but our joy is deeply rooted in our identity as your beloved children, and we give you thanks. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I really wish children could have come this year. The grandkids are growing up so fast. 
I know, I miss them too. They said they would call us tomorrow and we can talk to them then. Meanwhile, we can continue our family Christmas Eve tradition together like we did before the kids came along. Hmm. Do you remember when you asked William about the meaning of Christmas and he said Santa, presents, and Rudolph? Yes. And Sarah talked all about the Christmas specials we saw on TV. I told them that those are good stories, but the real Christmas story started long ago when the prophet Isaiah foretold the birth of a very special baby, one of the Jewish people, one that the Jewish people called the Messiah, a promised one. And much later, the angel Gabriel visited Mary and said she would have a son called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace.
a picture of Charlie opening his presents. I remember when you told him that, and he asked how Jesus would ever learn to write all of his names at school. <laughs> well, it's still the best story ever told. I always read from the Gospel of Luke, and I think it's time to read it again. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, into the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was one of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there was in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, watching over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they, that they heard, it wondered at all the things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and promising God, praising God for all of the things that they had heard and seen and as it was told unto them.
Sarah always wanted to be a doctor. I'm so proud she finished her residency last year. Remember her question about the virgin birth? Even at five, she was smart. She always wanted to know what made Jesus so special. I had a time <laughs> explaining that. As I recall, I said something like God being Jesus' father <laughs> and how God literally became a human being in Jesus. As far as I know, it, it is the only time this has ever happened. Poor Charlie. He was always getting bullied in school before I signed him up for karate classes. He still has a hard time understanding God's love and the Bible teaching us to love our enemies. Yes, the very best kind of love is the unconditional love God showed us that first Christmas when he gave everyone his only son. Charlie still thinks that love is something you only give people who are nice to you. He's had a rough time since the divorce. I'm praying that he experiences God's kind of love someday. Jesus came to the earth to experience life just like we do. He is one of us.
We did our best to tell the kids about Jesus and the kind of love he showed, even to those who people thought didn't deserve it. And we've done our best to teach by example. William understood that and does a lot of volunteer work in addition to his job. And now he and Carol are teaching their children how to love as Jesus did. Speaking of love, I really do like Sarah's young man. Well, I didn't realize it was so late. The clock chimes have wished us a Merry Christmas just as bells have been doing for centuries. Which is about how old I feel right now. Let's go to bed. We have a big day tomorrow. Good night, honey. Good night, dear.
having heard and reveled in the joy of the story uh, through such beautiful music this day, I invite uh, those who are able to please stand as we affirm our faith using the Apostles' Creed in the hymnal, and uh, it'll be on the screen as well. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. As we prepare to sing our hymn of response, Lo, How a Rose, Air Blooming, I do want to make uh, an announcement that was brought to my attention during the, um, during the cantata. There is a burgundy Toyota parked just over here that has its lights on. Um, and just wanted to make whoever drove that uh, to church today aware that your lights may be on at uh, this point in time. Um, and let's sing together, Lo, How a Rose, Air Blooming.
Amen. Please be seated. This morning, as we prepare to give back to God out of all that God has so graciously given to us, I want to remind you of our giving options here at Grace. You can give online at our website, gracecolumbia.org. You'll find our giving links there on the homepage, and when you've navigated to the giving page, you can set up a one-time gift or a recurring gift to support the mission and ministry that we do here together. Um, We do have an app, and you can find instructions about how to um, navigate to the app in our Wednesday email, as well as... um, on the web page, if you'd like to set up to use the app, or if you need help, you can let me know or let the office know, uh, and we'll be happy to help uh, as we can to get you set up on the app. Um, if you brought your offering with you and didn't have a chance to place it in the offering plate as you arrived this morning, you're invited to do so as you depart from worship today. The offering plate is in the narthex, um, headed out uh, just that direction. Um, and uh, if you're not quite ready, to give today but want to send your offering back to us, you can mail it to us or drop it by uh, the church office as the office is open or uh, in the mailbox. If you are mailing your offering to us or dropping it in the mailbox, please do just let us know. Uh, that way we can be sure uh, to account for it as it arrives uh, in the mail. Um, we are having the parsonage drop in this afternoon uh, at um, the our home uh, that y'all provide for us at the parsonage at to Haven Ridge Court, and we'd be happy to have any and all who want to come for the Parsonage drop-in from 3 to 5 today. Um, we've got an uphill driveway, um, so it should be uh, not puddly, uh, at least. You have to walk uphill, but there won't be a lot of puddles to go through, so that's good news. Um, uh, it will be inside. We're not going to make y'all stay outside or anything like that. Um, so uh, we, we would love to see y'all uh, this afternoon. If you're able to join us for that. Um, As Sam mentioned, next Sunday, uh, we're going to do something a little different in the morning. Um, Since Sunday is Christmas Eve, it means we have kind of two opportunities. We get to celebrate the fourth Sunday of Advent in the morning at 10 o'clock, and we're going to do that with a service that's focused on singing some of our favorite Christmas carols uh, together, hearing more of the story of Scripture read uh, during our worship service, and we're going to do a mission project together. We're going to put together some care kits uh, for um, the homeless folks in our community, uh, and we've got some supplies that we'll be providing for that, and we'll be putting those kits together during worship. It's not a stay after or any of that. We're going to do the mission project together during worship as we sing, as we hear the story, uh, and as we have a time uh, together to worship in a little bit different way and to celebrate celebrate differently in the morning as we prepare for our five o'clock service, which will be our candlelight and communion service as we normally celebrate Christmas Eve together. And so uh, both of those opportunities coming up next Sunday, we hope that you'll be present and part of both of those uh, as we have some fun in the morning and then uh, come together to celebrate the birth of Christ in the evening. Um, I want to just say a word of thanks and celebration. You may have noticed the past couple of weeks, um, rather than showing that we need more uh, money in the Parsonage Maintenance Fund uh, in order to help pay for some of the repairs we had to make to the shower at the Parsonage, we now have a positive balance in that Parsonage Maintenance Fund. Thank you all who gave to that, who helped us to, to be sure to cover the costs of keeping up um, the parsonage. Uh, We are greatly, um, greatly appreciative of all that you did to make sure um, that the parsonage is kept up and in shape and to cover the cost of that project. So we we just celebrate that we were able to accomplish that together uh, over the course of these last few months and bring that balance into the positive.
And let's go to God in prayer this morning. God of hope and compassion, just as John the Baptist came long ago in Judea to witness to your light, we remember that light he heralds is the savior of hope. Sometimes it seems our world is determined to extinguish hope and light. We admit that there are times when we feel the darkness is just too prevalent, too strong, and hope is just wishful thinking. May we witness through our giving not scarcity and despair, but fierce joy, hope, and compassion. May we also witness through what we say and what we do. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Those who are able, please remain standing as we join together in singing our closing hymn, Angels We Have Heard on High, number 238 in the hymnal.
This morning, we get the extra celebration of welcoming some new members into the congregation. So I want to invite Albert and Doc to come up and join me uh, here at the front um, as we uh, get to welcome them to Grace. Um, and we're going to get to, everybody's going to get to hear Doc's real name here in a second, too. Um, so uh, we can all appreciate that. Um, and we're glad to have both of these gentlemen joining the church this morning, uh, and they've been worshiping with us for a while, and uh, we've, Doc's been taking care of Miriam, uh, bouncing her around uh, for a long while too, uh, as she uh, just gets to kind of float as the church baby throughout the congregation. Um, and uh, Albert, uh, Albert's been coming uh, for a little while now as well, a few months, and he's showed up at a lot of our fellowship events and some of our activities. He brought some great oatmeal cookies on Wednesday, and I'm sorry that those of you who didn't come didn't get to have those because they were phenomenal. Um, and so we're glad uh, that they're going to be joining us this morning. And so, um, guys, I invite you this morning to remember your baptisms and be thankful. Uh, and I'm going to ask you all a couple of questions. As members of Christ Universal Church, will you be loyal to the United Methodist Church and do all in your power to strengthen its ministries? If so, answer, I will. I will. As members of this congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness? If so, answer, I will. I will. Congregation, members of the household of God, I commend these persons to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase their faith, confirm their hope, and perfect them in love. I'm on page 38 in the bulletin if you're not there uh, with me. This is our part to say back together. We give thanks for all that God has already given you, and we welcome you in Christian love as members together with you in the body of Christ. And in this congregation of the United Methodist Church, we renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Albert Harrison, welcome to Grace. Edward Jan, welcome to Grace. I also, wanted to say, I was in the witness protection program. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't put that on his form. Um, he didn't put that on his form. And the God of all grace, who has called us to eternal glory in Christ, establish you and strengthen you by the power of the Holy Spirit, that you may live in grace and in peace. Amen. I'm going to invite you all uh, to head to the narthex to be greeted by the congregation um, as we conclude worship. So you all can head that way now, uh, and we'll finish up here together. Um, and uh, our mission at Grace is... There we go. <laughs> Beloved, may you be blessed with fierce, tenacious joy that in all things, the highs, the lows, the rejoicing, and the sorrow, you may hold fast to and be held fast by the good news of Jesus Christ, the coming Messiah. Amen. <laughs> 